0: I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing, you don't listen, I know where you live.
1: I didn't realize how close that old artwork that was given to us by Harley's ex, um, the way we're lined up fits perfectly (laughs) to the the movie we'll be reviewing tonight when Reed posted
2: it. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when, I noticed, when I looked at like, oh my God, we're in the same position. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Harley's Miklo apparently. There you go. I was trying to be a Mexican. Wow. Uh, okay. Hanging out with us. That's fucking crazy. Episode 418, Bad Boys Podcast, Randomly Rant All Things Movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, aka Marcus Burnett.
2: And I'm Tony, aka MCP
1: might be a quick episode y'all my man harley's finally going back to work the summer breaks over gotta (sighs) get up early If you don't get his eight hours
0: um i'll be i'll be happy if i get six or seven but
1: yeah (laughs) you know i listen back to that old interview um we did with dominique and um man tony was on the fucking sounders man he was he was on point that day Mm. Oh, uh, it was pretty hilarious. Um, mm. I forgot Brooke was on that episode too. She really For helped sure. out with a lot of questions, and um, yeah, I didn't get any feedback, so I don't know if anyone listened to it. But Oof. I thought I'd kind of just a neat idea. Um, I had seen her post something about a new. Uh, she's working on a new album, so I'm like, oh, maybe uh,
2: cool.
1: do a flashback Friday. I was going to do it on Thursday, on Throwback Thursday. Mm. I ended up doing it on a Flashback Friday. So, like, hey, it works, you know, just different day, but whatever, it'll work. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was way back early. It's like episode 195 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a good, it was a good interview. It was fun. She was really good. She was really good. Talk movies, talk music and, and, uh, her and Brooke really hit it off. So it just, it just went really smooth. So I thought that was kind of neat.
0: Yeah. It is neat to, to, um, I like the idea of, of posting some old podcasts.
1: Yeah, in case people you know, yeah. yeah. So case, yeah, people haven't heard the old back, you know, if they just now started listening, so that to be fun.
3: But I might do yeah. that.
1: You know, might do that again on Thursday or Fridays. We'll see. Yeah, I might yeah, say I do. Yeah, but um, Harley, you finally watched the last Jurassic Park. You, you—it like, seems like you're catching up. It seems like you're working on the top ten list or something. What's going right. on over there?
0: Uh, no, not necessarily. I just uh, you know, um. Yeah, I don't know. Try to try to watch the movies. So <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, this one was um Were you excited I, for this one? A little bit. Um were you fan yeah, of the other one?
0: Yeah, the first one was fun, you know. Um I feel like um I liked the chemistry between Chris Pratt and, and Bryce Dallas Howard. There are some other characters, I think, in the first one that I enjoyed. I, I, the critics that were critical of some parts in Jurassic World, uh, they were, they were pretty right. And, uh, you know, I, I I think the critics were pretty, from the, 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 the few critical reviews that I read about this one, I, I can see why. Um. You know, we wanted. I wanted to watch a family movie. Um, it was either this or Deadpool 2. Yeah. So you can see which one went out. Um, but hopefully I'll bring you guys a review of Deadpool 2 in the coming weeks. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'll say this, uh, Mazzy and Anna, the 10 and the 15 year old, they love the shit out of this movie. Uh, absolutely, uh, edge of their seat. Like,
1: uh. They seem to like a lot of the movies you guys watch. Uh,
0: they do. You know, we do it big. You know, we put it on, we put, I turn the fucking volume up to blasting your ears out and, you know, get you all, know, we, we do the, we try to do, I try to do the theater experience, right. you know, when we watch a family movie together. You know, we get popcorn out and, you know, I probably gave them some dessert earlier that day. So they're probably all fucking high on sugar too. And yeah. so, so, uh, you know, in these movies like this one, especially this one and um, Ready Player One, my kids are the demo for these films. Like, 8 to 18, right? Like, you know, early teens kind of stuff, in the late teens. You're, you just want to go to the theater. And see some shit explode, or some cool special effects, or in this case, some fucking dinosaurs. Like it, it's it's kind of critic proof. It's it's it, I feel like it's almost like the Transformers films. You know, it's it's the critical ratings are always a little bit lower than the than the viewers' uh, their ratings. You know, this one's got a six point four on IMDb. You know, I, I dig it. Um. This one unfortunately for me was kind of a bore fest. Um uh, me and Chris were uh, pretty quickly tuned out. I, I felt like the big the big plot at the beginning and I'll try not to spoil it um but the big plot of the exploding volcano was kind of a distraction for uh, almost uh, an excuse for, like, an animal rights film. Like, Tony, did you see this? No. No, you haven't seen it. Oh,
3: this is already boring the shit out of me.
0: (laughs) Well, so, uh, unfortunately, like, 40 minutes into the movie, that's where I was. I was kind of like, oh, this is already boring the shit out of me. Um, I'm... I'm Chris Pratt is playing himself and I just assume watch him in the first one. I, I feel like he's his character is, is uh you know they're developing it, so maybe there's a little more of him in it. Um the bad guy in this one, uh, he was he was poor. Poorly poorly developed. Yeah, but your boy Goldman's uh, in it. For what? How long how long? I don't want to spoil it for well, Exactly, exactly. Motherfucker's a cameo. So, spoiler alert. He's in it for 30 seconds, so fuck that shit. Now he's not gonna go see it now. Now he's not gonna go see it. Um, Ted, Ted Levine, he's in it, like, he's kind of a bad cliche. Uh, James Cromwell's good, but he ain't in it very much either. Um, you know, the kids, I I can't remember, there's a major plot reveal, like, towards the end of the movie, about the little girl, and then they just fucking glossed over that shit. Um, You know, this kind of some, some of the storyline is kind of an extension of the first one, but I I felt like the plot of this movie was like they were coming up with it as they were shooting the film going, look, let's, come on, let's be honest. Let me just fucking throw some dinosaurs at you. Um, there's, there's not. What's that? That's why I watch them. Just throw me some well, damn time to show me. Well, fair some damn time. enough. But it doesn't do anything that the first one doesn't do. Just as good, like the big, the big action set piece at the end of the first one. Like I'd, I'd rather just go watch that one again. This one didn't. This one didn't have anything better than that one. Um The special effects aren't any better. It feels like this one just really feels like we have to make another Jurassic World because the first one made money and we just need to keep the franchise going. It, it felt like, uh, what was that Spider-Man movie that came out when Sony was going to lose the rights or something like that. So they were like, shit, we got to fucking shit out of Spider-Man movie. So we keep the rights. This one felt like it. It felt like there wasn't really a purpose other than just to, just to make one, make more when it doesn't do anything better than the first one. Uh, Mazzy and Anna, they had a great time with it. They'd give it a high dollar. I'm sure. Uh, for Chris and I, unfortunately, it was a waste of time.
3: Mm.
1: That would be a waste of time. I guess I asked Sam Neill to be in it. Sam Neill was asked if he would return the series as Dr. Alan Grant and responded, You never say never, but I think it's moved on. It's different times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Chris, Chris Pratt is... Him and Bryce Dallas Howard are are the face of this franchise right now. I'm sure they'll, yeah. if they if they're gonna throw more money at them, um, they'll continue to to lead it. Although I heard some some rumors that Chris Pine isn't going to be in the next Star Trek movie, and neither is uh, uh, Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Both of them were going to be in it, and then they were like, yeah.
1: There's contract disputes. There's some
0: con, yeah. So that's kind of interesting because I would, I would definitely say Pine is the f- face of the Star Trek franchise right now.
1: Yeah, it'd be really weird to cast somebody else in the third one. Well, didn't they? No, they've already made three with him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, three. Yeah. Oh so, shit, you're right. They have made three. Yeah,
0: exactly. So why not? Fucking- I think he changed it up in the fourth. Yeah, I mean, you know, shit. You had Christian Bale, three Batmans. You know. Maybe uh, we'll get maybe we'll get three uh, Chris Pratts and and Jurassic World movies, you know. So um, yeah, I, I I hope they do something better for the next one
1: because this one felt very just sort of. Did that one scene? to it pull in your heartstrings a little bit? Which one? On the water by the water. Don't spoil it for Tony, but you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. With the, the, brontosaurus, with the brontosaurus. Oh, uh, no. All right, well, fuck you then. Yeah. Fuck you don't li- Tony. Works. Don't listen to him. Don't listen it, to him. It worked you for call me up, buddy. If you have... If there's one <laughs> tear coming out of that robotic eye of yours, Tony. I'm here for you, buddy. You text me, all right?
2: All right. It, Harley, he's just heart- heartless. It worked you don't for know. the
1: kids. It worked for the kids, Thank for, you. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, they got a heart. You get fucking black heart over here. You're a villain, Harley. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use up my movie pass as much as I can. And fucking Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout, wasn't on Movie Pass for like three weeks afterwards. It's initial release, so I guess they didn't want to see, you know, blow up their fucking uh, mm-hmm. bank account by everybody going to check out Fallout. So I figured out three weeks it's gone by, nobody wants to go see it. I'm like, fuck that, I'm going. If it shows up on my movie pass, I'm getting it.
3: Yeah.
1: So, so on Saturday night, I'm I'm like, I'm going to go check it out. And um, yeah, man, fucking Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise, back at it again, running at full fucking speed, avoiding fucking gunfire <laughs> explosions. Uh, you got Henry Cavill showing up. You got uh, Bing Rames again, Simon Pegg, the best characters. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm watching him thinking, all right, cool. Um, yeah, Henry Cavill shows up. I don't know if he's a good guy or the bad guy. They introduce him as a good guy. I just couldn't tell from the trailers. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And it, I think in the trailer, it's like he's about to fight Tom Cruise in the bathroom scene. So I was, yeah. always, I was confused. Um, You had yes. just recently saw it, right? right? Yeah, and I had a good time with it for sure. It's the guy that directed the last one too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm watching it, I'm watching they keep introducing they introduce that the one uh female spy that they mentioned about somebody else, and then like halfway through the movie I'm watching, it, I go i don't think I fucking saw rogue nation because they're they're referencing a lot of shit from the other movie, and I don't think I saw rogue nation
0: i I then, remembered kind of the similar thing I knew I saw it, but some of the plot lines that they were referencing i yeah. didn't it didn't ring a bell, and so I, I, I think maybe you and I were kind of on the same page. Like, wait, well, okay, this
1: is the bad guy, right? But, but what, what happened? I can't right. remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it towards the end, I go, I don't think I fucking watched Rogue Nation. And I started, and I started watching a little the first few minutes of it last after I got home, and I'm like, yeah, I definitely didn't see it. I guess I'm not, I was. Oh, wow. I remember the plane scene, you know. Um, I remember in the beginning, but I don't think because they mentioned, you know, that one spy. they mentioned the, the dude they're trying to break out. So I'm like, this is fucking weird, man. Men- they're they mentioning these people like we're supposed to know these people. And I was like, fuck me. I think Ghost Protocol was the last one I saw. I don't think I saw Rogue Nation, but it mm-hmm. didn't really hurt it. You know, they just mentioned it, talk about it here. They mentioned us stuff. They have Richard Monahan's character come back. And, you know, it's kind of the you know the cool gadget stuff again. You got the badass action scenes that you you know you look forward to and seeing the mission uh, of possible fallout. That bathroom's fight scene alone was fucking Ooh. badass. Worth that mission. Yeah. That
2: shit was really fucking,
1: damn. Oh yeah, was, dude, that fucking fight scene it so alone. Dude, it's, it's hardcore because it, it looks like, good
2: even on the on the preview yeah. um, or the trailer. It, but yeah. I felt I, I had this feeling of like that's they give away the whole fight. No, not at all. Cool.
1: The build-up is even kind of little weird and awkward. And then when it, and then when it comes down, there's like no music, fucking bright ass lights. All you hear, the, the music you hear is a fucking sweet symphony of fucking fists flying in the air, <laughs> like, like mashing people. That's yes. what you fucking hear. Flying and, fists and, of theory. Seriously. Yeah, and cakes and fucking toilet seats and oh, dude, everything. Kitchen sink. If there was a kitchen there, they'd, they'd mm. throw that too. It's badass. Helicopter scenes, you know, um, Motorcycle scenes, my man. You know, my man Tom Cruise loves him some motorcycles, so you got to add some motorcycles in there. Some badass Ronin style driving through the city, the city streets. Yeah, it's everything you want in a in a Mission Impossible Fallout movie. So, um, I definitely, it's definitely worth the watch. If you guys already saw it, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you can't you can't go wrong with Mission Impossible Fallout. It's a great action, great. great it's a great time in a movie. So definitely I, buy it for a dollar.
0: I remember. I buy that for a dollar. The thing that I really took home from it was, it was really difficult to tell what special effects wasn't done. I remember you said that in your last
1: review, in, in, in your review. That's right. Yeah. And I'm just, and when I'm watching I, it, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't
0: yeah, I, I can't tell where the bad. I mean, there is some sort of questionable CG towards the end with the helicopter and shit. I get it. You can't do that practically unless you're going to work like miniatures or something like that. Uh, yeah.
1: Because the last few minutes, man, this is fucking bananas, man. This, I, just, oh, it goes you know all
0: I, out. You know what I did watch? Um, also, I watched that doc that you were talking about that you oh shit no week. way yeah oh, nice. I, dude what I watched that? that I watched that on Monday so um like you just like you were Tell telling me that was just
1: a, a good time right absolutely Slater
0: like I love that oh, I'm I telling you a, right a fucking laugh oh. I mean how about you it, didn't kick out when the
1: fucking abyss came on
0: oh dude um, right I'm telling you I've <laughs> always I have always said um the abyss and from what I've studied a lot of sort of Cameron's filmmaking, especially up until avatar. Sure. um, And I've always Titanic, obviously biggest film of all time at that point, you know, makes the fucking fucking ship three quarter scale kind of thing. I mean, the amount of work that went into Titanic is insane from a making of the abyss was the most difficult film. I think there was so much he had to, sort of create and come up with on the fly. They threw a lot of money at it. Um, You know, he made... The studios were incredibly impressed with Aliens. It did really, really well. Terminator 1 was obviously a big deal at that point. Um, And and so they were like, yeah, what do you want to do? And he was like, I want to make a fucking underwater adventure film. And they were like, sure, here you go. Here's a fucking $100 million. (laughs) And so... Um and so you know they had to create the CG to do the water tentacle. It was all shot underwater. They developed the underwater speaking apparatus because he wanted the actors to actually speak. He didn't want VO work done. Right. I mean, th- the the amount of energy he shot. He was underwater for like 12 hours a day scuba diving to shoot these scenes. Just insane the amount of dedication. That's where he really got the title Iron Gym. So yeah. to see so much of that work the people behind the scenes, the people doing right. the special effects, you know, right. obviously. You know, we like know the big the hero, they
1: don't really get the, the yeah, they don't,
0: and then and then like you were talking about, um I don't really have to say much about it because you covered pretty much everything, you know. Um sorry. No, it's no school. <laughs> when when C G comes in, mm-hmm. there is this like us against them mentality. But at the end of the show, they address it like the greatest movies is a marriage between the two, you know, uh-huh. practical effects. Now, granted, this, this doc is, is really aimed more at the monster side, the makeup and the special effects that went into, you know, the great monster effects. You know, they talked about, right. obviously the, 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 um, the fucking, Wolfmen, we've seen so many of them. That kind of work. There's so much work that's done in that kind of makeup stuff. The amount of time and energy, and the robotics of movies like The Gremlin and stuff. It's just um, actually that was more puppets, but um, the time and energy that went into
1: making so much stuff. Yeah, like that scene where they took them like two months to make the scene for that yeah. werewolf scene, and he like took him like ten minutes to film. He's like, "All right, we're done." <laughs>
3: John yeah, this is yeah. like
1: what does it do something else and the guy's like yeah. well no he's like
0: well then great get the fucking out of here yeah, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah, exactly you know. like that
4: um, yeah.
0: but it's it's absolute it's a love story to a that genre and and i've been i've been somebody says it too or, or what, where did i hear it maybe it was during a podcast or something where or I think it was in the doc where they're like, it's hard for an actor to really convey their performance. If they're doing it on a green screen, if everything around them is fake, it's, it's hard for them to perform. And now granted, some performers are brilliant. Some actors, there's lots of good actors, but I don't, I think from a performance standpoint, you can't, you can't replace the environment where they're supposed to be acting, whether it's on the dark side of the moon. Obviously you can't shoot on the dark side of the moon, but if you're in the middle of the fucking desert, go to the fucking desert and shoot the fucking actor in the desert. Don't put a green screen of the desert. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um And I think for these old movies from the eighties and the nineties, when you had actors in costume, when you had, the actor in the Velociraptor. You know, this, it it pointed out how Jurassic Park was really one of those, that one in Terminator 2 were really the films that molded or or blended practical effects in CG. And and history has shown the the special for the CG part has gotten all of the, the credit because at the time it was cutting edge but it was really the practical effects that made those movies what they are today. You know, it, it's granted the T-1000 and T-2 is brilliant. The fucking, you know, the, the digital, um, Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing Jeff Goldblum is brilliant, but it's the helicopter crashing into the back of the armored car in Terminator two. That is what makes those movies. It's the Velociraptors jumping in, being in the scene, those are what makes those movies the, the, the untouchable films that they are today. And this doc does a brilliant job of, of reminding you of that heyday. And, and I would argue that those movies are better because nowadays they're done while they're from a, from an inflation standpoint, they're just as expensive, if not more expensive, but You know, and Tony, maybe you would disagree that, that maybe modern films are just as difficult to shoot because of the C, maybe there is some difficulties with, with CG and I'm sure there's problems to be solved. Um, but I don't know, man, when, when, you know, somebody like a Spielberg or Cameron or, you know, any of the big, the big dog directors and they're like, yeah, I want fucking aliens and I gotta see it. You gotta show me a real alien, not a fucking CG alien. You know what I mean? I need a fucking helicopter crashing in the back of a truck. I need to see it. That's,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, you look at it now and it still holds up, you know? It's fucking amazing. It holds up because it actually happened. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking incredible.
0: So, yeah, I had a brilliant time. I had a really good time with that doc. I can't even remember the fucking name of it,
1: but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I had a good time. So it was uh, Creature Designers, the Frankenstein yeah. Complex. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't give a justice, the title. 'Cause it is yeah. it's it's more of um, ultimately it's it's a love story to practical effects from movies in the, you know, late seventies throughout the eighties and the early to mid nineties. So yeah. I mean, you just
1: keep got, you just keep geeking out like every time they go back oh. to one of the guys they already interviewed, you see like, Oh yeah, I worked on this one. I worked on this one. You're like, Jesus oh. Christ, you guys worked on every you know. My fucking heroes. You <laughs> get a chance, Tony man, check it out. Oh. Uh let's see. I guess uh, I like how you titled it, Horse 1, Samurai Nuts 0, Tony. That's a good one. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, All right, cool. I guess, well, then we we should just get right into it, right? I mean. Yeah. Let's talk about it. MCP, why don't you lead us at that music, sir?
2: Well, hang on. I kind of feel like we should review them backwards. Do Blood In, Blood Out first. That's a good point. Yeah. it was kind of assigned first? Yeah. Cool. yeah. cool. Yeah, it was assigned by Art a couple of weeks ago. Um, Blood in, Blood Out. But it's not exactly called Blood in, Blood Out, is it? <laughs> Original title is
1: Bound by Honor.
2: Bound by well, Honor.
0: Yeah. No, originally, if you, re- if you do the research, originally the filmmaker wanted it to be called Blood in, Blood Out. But at the time, because of the Los Angeles riots were shortly before it, um, they didn't want it to be that title because they felt that it would encourage people to be gangbangers and the whole concept, Blood in, Blood out. Um, So the, the the studio insisted that it was called Bound by Honor, and it was only after that that they reverted back to what it was originally titled. So there you go.
1: Well, there you go. It's a little trivia for you. I'm sure Art knew that, but, you know. <laughs> But anyone that didn't know, I bet Reed need that too. Well, it's funny Problem. the poster on IMDb, the same picture that Reed put in, is Bound by Honor. Yeah. And usually it's always the the, the VHS with DVD cover, the Blood In, Blood Out one. Interesting. Mm. Anybody's first watch? Yeah, for me. Oh, okay. Oh. Why don't you go ahead and lead right into it then? Please. Uh, it's fucking long.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's just three hours on Damn. IMDb I'm drama.
0: Yeah. I even watched the director's cut.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: damn. Of course you did. How Hell was yeah. that? How many cities did it take? Oh, for me?
2: Just one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. good so, job. Back yeah. to, I just watched it straight through.
0: Now, is that a necessity or out of. Because it's that good?
2: Uh,
1: necessity. It was, probably, it was probably like three hours ago. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He's finishing up the credits right now.
2: Um, I mean, it's still, yeah, still wrong.
1: yeah, that's where the like extra thirty minutes is from.
2: Yeah, so what'd you think, Tony? Um, it was all right. I mean, that's that's sums up <laughs> the three hours of of watching. It. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Um, like it it the it had a lot to cover. Um, I had no idea what it was gonna cover, so I'm just like, all right, okay, and it keeps going and it keeps going with this guy and it just keeps. So I I kept on waiting for the thing and then there's something else happening which was I guess was was cool. I mean it it um kept me entertained. Um the the it part of the entertainment was just listen to these putos and all the orale and and i was like that's what I thought that's what we sound like when we make fun of cholos. Like yeah. You know so that's, and then yeah. and so it's like, is that what we actually what what cholo's actually sounding? Like? Is that we 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 think we're making fun of them, but no, no, that's actually how they sound. Um, I have no fucking clue. You know, I was never out there, so that was that was uh, throughout the whole film. I uh, it would kind of distract me a little bit, um, but it's whatever. Uh, I like. Uh, Laney pointed out that it's a really long um time frame about oh, family yeah. right it's like 20 years maybe i don't know yeah. like at least at least 15 yeah and it's it's all about family but there's no women and children it's just these blood brothers right it's honor brothers and it's like that's yeah, kind of cool. the, the men's experience. Yeah, the men's experience. Like, like every other fucking movie has some kind of love interest thrown in there, but no, this is all the boys. I was like, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: I don't know if Cinderella wanted some chon chon. <laughs> so <was> little... <laughs>
2: now I understand where you guys say that all the time. you've <laughs> I've heard you say, give me some chon chon. Like, you said that before. I had no idea where it came from. And I was oh, like, holy dude. shit, Hold, hang on, rewind that. He, that's got to be, that's where Fonzo gets it from, got it. Well,
0: and Fonzo used to be called Spider with Frankie, and yeah, who was Frankie? Right. Frankie right. was uh, another character. So, yeah, you guys have been making love to this movie for a long time.
1: Timon, is it? No kidding. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, that, yeah, I've been saying that since high school, bro. So, well, that was just a running joke from that movie, yeah stupid white bitch give me some chon-chon <laughs> and then when he pops up in speed you're like hey it's fucking
0: Popeye it's fucking Popeye I'm fucking bled in so uh-huh. but but kids, Billy Bob Delroy Lindo, Del Lindo. I mean,
1: obviously you got uh uh, uh what's his name little fucking... plays fucking Ken Masters in Street Fighter are you fucking kidding me <laughs> fuck you out of here with that bullshit Tom Tomles as Red Ryder Red Ryder
0: yeah, just, oh, Ving Rames was in it, Danny Trejo, I just... Yeah,
1: Danny Trejo, yep.
5: Yeah,
0: they, I mean, like you said, they're all pretty much cameos, essentially, but I, I will say this, you know, they all had more screen time than Jeff Goldblum did in The Last Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. I mean, but for real, like, because the movie is so long, it, it does allow some development of all these characters to yeah. some degree mm-hmm. or yeah. another. And I think that really lays to the strength of the movie. Um, you know, granted, I am the, the fucking guy who loves old or, you know, long movies, but you know, if you made this movie two hours and five minutes long, it just wouldn't have the impact that it does. You know, like Tony pointed out, the fact yeah. that
1: a lot of know, story to
0: say the fact that it does cover such a period and it covers mm-hmm. in and out of prison of basically three characters. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I think this is an example of one of those movies that's, it's like a film, you know, it's, 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 you know, yeah, it's not a popcorn drama or a popcorn, you know, movie that you're going to go and watch Transformers blow shit up. Um, but I think in, for a lot of people, you know, we, we have the boys in the hood, we have the, the menace of society, but this kind of is, you know, and, and they've compared this to, um, American me. Uh, the Edward J. Almost film. And I don't think I've ever actually seen that movie. Um, but I've seen Blood In, Blood Out a couple times. And, um, you know, some of the critics have said that uh, the difference between the two films is that Bound by Honor is by far the glossier effort. You know, relentlessly picturesque in the seamlessly uh, and anesthetized manner of mainstream Hollywood film. So it's, it's really trying to bring that experience that Mexican American that back then we'd call Chicano. Um But, 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 you know, tell a story, but also make it entertaining at the same time. We don't want it to feel like a documentary. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't, it doesn't feel documentary esque. Um,
1: you know. So many, so many, so many quotable lines. Sure, sure. And, I mean, it's ridiculous, and even for that movie being that long and having the cult status that it that it has is pretty impressive too. Because like <sighs> normally people love movies. movie, they're not gonna sit through a three hour movie and watch it every time, you know. But this one people seem to really enjoy it and uh, can watch it over and over again. I mean, Frankie was a fucking pro skater who didn't even speak Spanish, but he fucking loved this movie. You know, we'd be hanging out and randomly he's like, hey, bona bonafide. That's a fucking fine comb you got there." She gave it to one of my bitches. And you're just like, what the fuck? Where did I come from? Just out of nowhere. So you're like, you're like all right. So they time we're hanging out. Then you throw another line out to him, you know? And you see, like, sorry, no tortillas. You know, you just, like, you just go oh, off and say, Come on, sweetness.
3: Hey, come on, now you sweetness.
1: <laughs> that ray of sunshine over there with all dark. It was just, he was just, Albert's fucking hilarious. And the fact that his name was Albert, it made it even funnier. Well, and Albert was what? He
0: was half Mexican, half white. Yeah. So, I'm sure it was even more profound for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he fucking sure, Oh yeah. I'm sure that's got to be, you know, a little uh a little makes Yeah, and Mike's life a little difficult. You know, what do you identify as? You know, it's it's something the three of us have never really had to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Fonzo, your kids might have some, you know, anxiety about that as they get older. Um, you know, um, you know, obviously, in today's day and age and the environment they are, they're going to be surrounded by people that accept them, and there's millions of people just like them, you know. But back then, in the when this movie took place, even uh, when it came out in the early,
1: you know, early uh,
0: 90s, 90s you yeah, know? my cousin Jason, so, man,
1: big time, yeah. Michael, like all his cousins don't speak Spanish, you know, like yeah. at least the younger generation can speak English to them, but. Like when he's growing up, yeah, he can fucking talk to anybody. <laughs> we,
0: we, we constantly re- refer to movies sometimes being films and being a good film, but not necessarily entertaining. And I think this one strikes the balance that's very difficult to pull off, especially for big, long, life epic films like this. Yeah, because it's
1: got some heavy ass scenes. They got a lot of humor. You yeah. Know? You got the crazy prison drama. I mean, it yeah. pretty much has a, has a lot. And that's you know, it's tough, funny when I, when I would watch it, my, yeah, my friends in high school, they'd always like, I remember one time we came over, like, he, he wanted to watch Blood in? we're like, of course we're not going to watch the whole thing, but like, yeah, sure, let's watch the beginning, and my, my friend would always say, I like the beginning anyways, because for some reason that he'd, um, he'd always be like, all right, so when we're watching, he goes, all right, I'm, I'm, Benj- I'm Benjamin Brett. I'm Paco in the beginning. You know, before he, you know, becomes a cop at the end, you know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd go, he'd always want to be Paco in the beginning. And then later on in the movie, he'd switch over and, and he'd play uh, Victor R- River's character, Magic Mike. He's like, all right, now oh. I'm Magic Mike. So he'd always identify with those two because they were the badasses. Um But I was like, man, but he was like a wannabe homeboy because he'd always hang out with like these, like outcasts, you know, by the senior steps in high school. But yet he dressed mm-hmm. like a homeboy. It was like really weird. It's like, should you be hanging out with the other homeboy instead of uh, like these outcasts? I don't know. It's just, he was just a weird dude. But he liked this movie. Other uh, buddy liked this movie. I always liked this movie. And, um, the fact that, um, you'd hear other people talk about it and they would like it. You're like, my buddy calling, like, what? You like this movie? You'd be surprised how many other people liked it. You're like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, I just find it very entertaining. Um, then all the, whenever he'd be hungry, he'd come like, man, I've been dreaming about these for 18 months. He's pointing at the tamales, you know? You gotta say, just like Miklo, um, there's just all these situations that, you know, like, you know us, we're all big movie fans, so whenever the situation yeah. where you're about to leave, probably you always can't say, you can't go without saying, all right, ramblers, let's get rambling. All right. Let's get yeah. rambling. You know, yeah. Always a situation where you can throw in a movie, like reference, I'll, I'll be the first one to jump on once, you know what I mean? Like, I love movie references if I could, you know what I mean, if it's got the perfect time. Um, And this movie's got tons of them. So, like I said, it's heavy, it's fun. Especially um, if you're in yeah. Southern California. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, you, I mean, you feel bad for some of these characters, man. You know, some super talented and then the uh, oh. talents go to waste and you see one of them get behind and, you know. Well, and yeah. you really, you, you start, I think,
0: from a social commentary, um, one of the things that it addresses if you, you know, when you watch it, and you've seen it a couple times, I've seen it, I think, three or four times, is you really see the institutionalization of of mikolo. You see, like, uh, who? Institutionalized. So he is now. A who? Mikolo. What, what did you call him?
1: I said Mikolo. <laughs> did you watch the movie? What am I. How many times did they reference like, him? How many times did they call him like that? I don't know. Am I pronouncing it wrong? Miklo. Oh, there you go. Now you said it right.
2: How did I say it differently before? Yeah, I think you said, like, the beard. Miklo.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Miklo. It kept it kept sounding like you said Mikolo. It, oh, it sounded uh,
2: like you were adding a syllable in between the K and the L. Oh, so it's like Mikolo. Okay. Oh,
0: Mikolo. That darn there Mikolo.
1: <laughs> Maybe I was, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry uh, this, but no, I just it just it was kinda it was just very off. It was like, whoa. Uh, never heard okay. it like that. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. So, I'm, uh, it's, fuck, hey, I'm fucking German. What do you expect? <laughs> so, so, anyways, you really see as a young, you know, talk about story arcs. You see him um as this young, naive, very very excited about life and almost like the whole scarface thing. By the end of it, the his position is, you know, he's he's basically a shot caller in prison and he will be for, you know, probably the rest of his life. Spoiler alert. Um and so that that's that's a big arc to to experience for him. And we don't see a lot of that where we really see what the system can do to you, you know, from drugs to crime. You know, it's essentially, um, you know, organized crime in there. And we see this movie really addresses the three main gangs, which are basically based on the three main gangs at this time. It says a production, the three prison gangs in the film are fictional creations of screenwriter Jimmy Santiago Baca and director Taylor Hackford. However, they were all loosely based on actual prison gangs, with the Aryan Vanguard, Black Guerrilla Army, and La-, La Onda representing the Aryan. Yeah, there you bro- go, Harley. Say
1: it again. <laughs> La La
0: onda. Onda. <laughs> La onda. The yeah. Aryan Brotherhood, and the Black Guerrilla Family, and the Mexican Mafia. So, um, you know, these are you know the filmmakers did their homework. On on the the real experience. I mean, this is like, uh, what's the famous movie? I, I can't think of it now. Um, that takes place in prison. The entire film, basically, um, Shawshank Redemption.
3: Hmm.
0: You know, this is another one of those big epic prison films, um, which are you know very sad to watch. Uh, but for some reason, it's incredibly interesting for me. I don't know why. And obviously, I'm not the only one because you know, like you said, millions of people just have really glommed onto this movie over the years. So,
1: absolutely. So, what do you get, what do you end up giving it? For watching it, again? Truth <laughs> is, I mean, like I said before, I think for me, the
0: fact that it does strike that balance between a film and entertainment. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I could watch it again over the years. It, I, I don't know if that it doesn't define a Slater. So wow,
1: what yeah. the movie.
0: For, Bad boys those for locals, life.
1: <laughs> that does forever. Oh shit! There you go again. Hey Tony, give Harley an extra point for that accent. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is easily a fucking Slater. I mean, no, it's no question. That 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 I can watch this movie. I don't care how long it is. I can watch this anytime. Tony, first view. Uh,
2: yeah, it gets my dollar. A I'd
3: buy that for a
2: dollar. I mean, I, I think it it almost ended abruptly. For me, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Like, but then it's like the the, the, you, you the story arcs kind of ended. Um Like he M- Miklo found his calling. He specifically said it in the film that he found his calling. So it's yep. like okay, he's it's, that's what he's going to do, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he's going st- to stay there um, the whole and then the the reunited family, it's like okay, I mean it's it's all right. You you could say that it's done. He had to he had to stop filming them some you know, at some point. <laughs> um that was the only like odd storytelling you, that I didn't like. You're saying you want to see the sequel?
3: Mm.
2: Fuck no. <laughs> Just tell me what happens, and then that's it. Um, I don't want to have to sit through another three hours. <laughs> I don't see myself seeing this again, um, but I did appreciate it and, and and enjoy it first time through. So gets my dollar.
1: This should be very interesting to hear these guys' picks and see how close they come to getting them all right. If anybody gets them all right, I'd be very curious. I believe this was Reed's first uh, watch as well, so I'd be curious to hear what he thought of it. Oh, did Reed actually watch it? I think was oh, so. interesting. Very cool. All right, let's see. Well, uh... Time to play our favorite game.
5: This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's
0: favorite guessing game, Who the Fuck is Reggie? With your
5: contestants, Angie from Fallbrook, Reed from the NZ, Art from Cali and Donaldo.
1: Good luck everyone. I think he did that when he was driving too. It was awesome. So professional. I feel like
0: art isn't so interested in good luck everybody anymore. I feel like I feel like the last one burned him. And now he's now he now he feels good. I hope like that's like, a, I
1: hope that's his heel turn. I hope I really do. I, do, uh, I think it's no more Mr. Nice guy. I don't think he is. I want evil art. I want mustache twirling art. Can we get that? <laughs> yeah.
2: Who do we got first? I don't Tony? know, but uh, oh. I, I got to play it, and then I got to fast forward it to catch up. Hey, oh, yo. Yeah.
6: Hi, I was going to give it a dollar, and
4: Mr. Tony is going to give it a dollar.
2: And for Blood In and Blood
4: Out, hey, this is a fucking feed me movie, so I'm going to say Bonzo's going to give it a Slater. MCP you alone, is going to give it a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got me. Oh,
3: that
1: was good. That was
3: good.
5: <laughs> he's going to also give it a dollar. All right. Catch you later.
0: Catch you later, sad girl. Damn. Damn. She didn't think the honky was gonna give you the Slater, huh? No.
1: <laughs> I know. I guess not.
0: Uh, well, she did get three points. She did. I did feel like there was an accent or would I <laughs> That's i normal. Let me give her the point for the accent. Why not?
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't double down. Yeah, maybe she forgot. Maybe she.
0: Maybe she wants to play it safe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Angie. Why didn't she double down?
1: Good question. Hit us up in the messenger. Let us know. Mm. If you forgot, just blame Harley. Uh, Yeah. Blame the pinchi huero. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you you speak a lot of Spanish now that you have to watch that movie. Dude, I need to fucking
0: straight up subtitles watching that goddamn movie. <laughs> Dude, there's so much Spanglish in there. Oh, I feel like man. I moved back to fucking San Diego circa 1995.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Thank you, Angie.
0: Yes, thank
6: you. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up? <laughs>
7: to me, this movie hit a real. And blood out the staple in all of the Mexican families growing up in the 90s. To me, this movie hit a real. Ah, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't even you any fucking credit. She should get partial credit for doing partial accent, but it was too offensive to myself. So anyways, I picked me. I picked blood and blood out after I got screwed last week uh, by losing, even though I called the end every single week. But whatever, congratulations to Naldo on your paper victory. But anyways, (laughs) blood in, blood out. (laughs) Staple of uh, my youth growing up as an inner-city Mexican child, Mexican-American growing up in L.A., and this movie meant a lot to me, and uh, that's why I've been hoping you guys would review it. So right off the bat, I know my man Fonzo, Double Down, Slater. 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 Damn. Later, Miklo, which is Harley in this case. I'm gonna say he, uh, I'm gonna say he gave it a Slater. Double down. Holy that,
2: shit.
3: Oh, 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 what?
2: Where's that air horn? All right, one more. Let's oh. see if he gets
3: mine. Finish him.
1: <laughs> That's what oh, he's definitely getting
7: yours. I'm gonna say MCP. He hates it, but he gave it a dollar. Those are <laughs> my picks. Hopefully, MCT passed that gas that got in the ER, and you guys take care. Later.
1: My man. That was as perfect as you can fucking get. That was unbelievable. Uh, If he would have had an accent, he he knocked it out of the park and ran it in for a touchdown and fucking made a hole in one
0: Uh,
4: and hit a strike.
0: This makes it hard because I got to fucking do do math. Yeah. Alright, so he, he gets two points for my Slater, two points for Tony's, or Tony's Fonzo Slater, one point for Tony's dollar, and one bonus point for getting it all right.
1: What a fucking total of six points coming at you. Boom, live and direct. Damn. That's how you do it, my friends. That's how you do it. With that company, you fucking double down right there. Boom. And the fuck that he gave me, he called Harleys. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. My Andy man's coming down for down that. Yeah, Any double down, too, with, fucking, bell. with authority. Bell, and D. now we're playing dominoes. He slammed the shit <laughs> out of that table. Dude, my man's coming for that title. He wants that title back. He don't like the way he lost it. It was too close. You better watch out, D. That's all I got to say. Watch Ooh. out now.
5: Watch out now. Damn. how was impressive. The bad boys, right here? Uh, up, it was set in a time and a place like a thousand times. Wait, I mean, wait. heard of the film. Uh, it just never got here. Uh, why would it? Is, Referencing
2: it's, it you, a little blood out. Thing.
5: Yeah, you got a little backer thing. Remember, remember
2: he did his really quick. Inter- oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He okay. was like, this
5: motherfucker wasting no time.
2: Yeah. Alright, here we go. <laughs>
5: Credit. Blood in, Blood out. First time I've seen this film. I mean, really, apart from art sort of Referencing it here and there. First time I'd really heard the heard of the film. Uh, it just never got here. Uh, why would it? It's so <laughs> specific a tale. But anyway, it's it's long. Like you know, <laughs> obviously, I watch the director's cut. It is uh, there's there's rough dialogue in places, like really rough. Um, what and, do you mean you know, rough? It's some.
1: Are the Spanglish, like you were referring to?
0: Okay, so just hard to understand.
5: Docu-acting yeah. as well. I mean, it's it's funny to think that this film came out the same year as Shawshank. And I've watched so, Shawshank. I'm not the only one? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. A thousand yeah. times. And never even heard of this film. And yet, I would give this film a slater. Because whoa. it told me a story, a specific story. It was set in a time and a place, it, just like Shawshank does, goes through the life of, in this case, characters, Um, and it, it, it gets to places where, you know, a normal film wouldn't dare to tread in a single film. I started thinking to myself, I'd love to see this as a mini series or like a single series of some sort, you know, eight, ten episodes, whatever. Because it would sort of fit that. And then I was like, well, but, you know, the prison stuff, like the Sons of Anarchy already tried that sort of thing. And then I was thinking, well, maybe the Mayans series coming up. Maybe it can be that. this generation's blood in, blood out. Because Mm. as we've learnt with uh, Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians, um, uh, you know, being seen matters. Like having your culture spread, it matters. So where do I think you guys are going to give this? I think... His patience killing A dollar. I think Tony's going to give it a dollar, and I think Fonzo's going to give it a Slater, and I'll double down on that. Yeah, oh, you no. will. You guys it, nice You see. will. Orderly read from the
1: okay. NZ. I totally agree with the Mayanzo. I think that's yeah, that's the that's a, that's what he wants. A TV series. That's the fix. That's what's what he's going to get. So. I think he's right on. Yeah, that was tough. That's he's he's absolutely right. I mean, there's obviously um if you look at the success of Black Panther and crazy rich Asians, I mean, you know, um the success is out there for you know, for different cultures. So I'm excited for the new minds. I mean the first couple of seasons of Sons of Anarchy was fantastic. So um, mm-hmm. if, if the Minds do anything like that, yeah, it's gonna be great. Fucking cowboys on motorcycles, fuck yeah, man bring it.
3: Yeah, man. <laughs> absolutely,
1: dude. That is awesome. All right, man. can't wait to get to that total point after our so last that, call here. Thank you, Reed, man. Absolutely, yeah. So that was uh, three, right? What's going on, bad boys? Um, no, uh, well, yeah, the Slater, and the double down.
0: And then dollar and then, for Tony, but he got mine wrong, right? Correct. the right, right. way. Yeah, okay, so three points. Cool. All right, D. I give this movie
4: a Slater. I don't One of my... The yeah. last... So here goes the last samurai. Oh,
2: uh, classic! Is that it? Is he talking about Tony it?
4: Tony and Fonzo? Give it a dollar. Blood in, blood out. uh Classic. Very long movie. Seen it a million <laughs> times, but I, I love how everyone starts great every time. How long it is? Um, I think. Alonzo will give this Slater, and Tony and Harley will give it a dollar. So, yeah, those are my picks, and uh, yeah, bad boys for life.
0: So the champ didn't double down, so we only gets didn't two know, I was
1: very surprised about that. Yeah, I was waiting for him to drop that, and then uh, when it didn't happen, I'm like, oh, wow, missed opportunity. Like kicking himself right now. So I have um trying to get some points total here. I
0: have zero points for Donaldo's Last Samurai. Is that because he got them all wrong? He must have.
2: Just listen to it.
4: What's going on, bad boys? Hope all is well. New round, new picks. Very close one last week. Make it another good one. So here goes. The Last Samurai. One of my Top three favorite movies of all time. This movie is Perfection. I give this movie a Slater. I'm not sure what you guys will give it to give it, but I think Harley will give this movie a Slater, and Tony and Fonzo will give it a dollar. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, I gave it a Slater.
0: Tony gave it a Slater, and I gave it a dollar. He got them all backwards. Mm -hmm. That's
1: right, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So we have... What's the total yeah. so right now, as of right now? Go from from worst to first. From worst to first? Yes. Last to first. Who's got the he has got the least points? Uh,
0: D does with two points. Okay. And then we got uh Angelina with four points.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Tied with Reed's four points. Okay. And Art just took a commanding lead with a total of eight. Damn. No, yes, correct eight. because yeah. he just scored six points in total right. on Blood and Blatt.
1: Yes. Yeah. So he's yeah. happy with that too. That was his pick too. So yeah. Very nice. And then, and nice not over. So yeah, let's uh, so yeah. get more points right now.
2: Yeah. That's it. who chose it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I chose it uh, It's Ethan Hawke Written directed by the same person And was like yeah throw it in the mix Why not A priest of small congregation upstate New York Grapples with mounting despair Brought on by tragedy Worldly concerns And a tormented past First reformed Yeah um, I started this While uh, Cleaning the turtle tank and I instantly went, nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of talking going on. Could not pay attention. I was like, I have to... Shit, I have to sit down for this one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of lot of talking. And, and, um,
1: not enough to
2: be able to do work around the house. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't program to it. Yeah, there you go. But it was... it. it it's an it, interesting take on this. Like a fo- following the The priest who's got some in turmoil some inner inner shit going on um, you know, he
0: wasn't he wasn't born a priest he was converted
2: yeah so to speak yeah um and the whole uh act the the activism you know the the political commentary in there um that was a little weird there's one scene. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes
0: that
1: are um... that went on forever.
0: Uh, no, I I didn't feel that. I of felt like there. Would. Was, of course, you,
1: you wouldn't know. I
0: felt like there was a lot of scenes that really kind of communicated some anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a good job with that.
2: Yeah, there uh, was a definitely artistic film. Type of shots, you know, that were that were very artsy fartsy, artsy fartsy, right? And
3: I didn't
0: didn't pick up on that. I didn't, I didn't see it being overly stylized or anything like that.
2: No, yeah, I didn't think it was overly done. I thought it was well done. Uh, I was actually um, pleased by how it it was artsy, but not too fartsy. There you go,
3: kids. Oh, that's my goodness.
1: That's how you do it. Yeah. That should be the Bad Boys podcast T-shirt. That was <laughs> fucking incredible.
2: We are see, but not farts. Not too fartsy. That's you it. can fart around a little bit. It's not too much. Don't fuck around with the too farty. Too farty.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: fuck around with the too farty, and you get dirty draws. That's yeah. right. But did you like it?
3: Yeah. I feel like you
0: haven't gotten around to...
1: Did you like it or not? <laughs> Whoa! Speaking of fartsy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who was that?
0: Who did that? That wasn't me. Oh. I ain't me. all,
1: I'm not it's artsy fartsy like that. Like some- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're well shot now. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, today, Oh,
2: there's some more. Oh, there's some more. He ain't finished. Still going. Yeah, you know, like I feel like I kind of liked it. At the end of it, I I was wrestling with whether I did or not. And I think I, as a film, I I enjoyed it. I'd never watch it again though. I was like yeah this isn't this this isn't uh this doesn't have a high replayability for sure no it, it wasn't it wasn't very entertaining as a movie um the the just as a film i was like okay i'm trying to get into this guy's head as he's slowing slowly getting further and further along in his in his issues that he's got and um the score on it i was appreciating um Making you feel like anxious and then that, that uh, during scenes, and progressively, subtly making it like, like worse and worse as the movie's going on. Um, how it ended was eh, a little like, okay, a little.
1: Oh, I was waiting for you to hear to talk about the fucking ending,
2: (laughs) okay? (laughs) Why
1: abruptly ends and goes to black, and I was like, "Mm."
3: it is Uh is
0: one of the more abrupt endings I've watched in a long time. Mm
3: Yeah.
2: Um I mean it didn't bother me and it it, it didn't leave it on like and too ambiguous. It's like I mean, are we spoiling this shit? No, we should not. It. Right. So I didn't think it was too ambiguous. Um it left it a little like, oh, okay, but what about all this other shit that you just built up? But I felt that the movie said, Nope, that's that's what was missing in his life and he got it and that's enough.
0: Like, yeah, he's, he's, he has a, a complicated relationship with his uh, ex wife. Um, he, he's, uh, the movie is a character piece about the inner demons of, Ethan Hawke's character and, uh, a l- lot of it is narrated <clears throat> of his, his writing in a journal. He's, he's oh, right. torn yeah. at the beginning of the film. He announces that I'm going to take up this challenge and write in my journal every night. And I feel like, like a lot of men, um, he He's not interested in sharing his feelings, especially his position he's He's the head of a Catholic church, but a very uh, with a very small following just because it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere and um there's a bigger, larger church that that oversees its operation, and there's some conflict with with financiers of the big picture and that creates some, some internal conflict that, that we see play out towards the end. Um, and I was really feeling it. I was really feeling this character and that struggle that he experiences in that story arc and that, 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 um, internal struggle with the journal, um, the relationship with with uh golf balls um, is is sort of downplayed, and I like that I like how it's it revolves around her her husband, which brings some serious anxiety uh, moments and uh I was having a really good time with the film, but I didn't like the ending I felt like the ending I was like. Wait, what? Like, while I agree with Tony, what you said, it doesn't. It's not an ambiguous ending.
1: It's not satisfying.
0: It's, I was it's, not it's satisfied abrupt, by the ending. It's it's unfinished.
3: Yeah. It's it's. I
1: thought uh, I thought my kids turned the fucking TV off. <laughs> fuck! I was looking <laughs> yeah. for the remote. No, we like, did too. Like, hey, hey! I'm looking for the remote. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm We're... looking for look for it, and then I see Chris fall up. I'm like. Oh fuck you. Seriously? That's how you end? Oh I, man, I, I, really, I really wish they did I wish they would have turned their TV off when the movie I hit play. Fuck this movie. This movie's boring as fuck. And I don't think it was done
0: out of like runtime or you know, bad filmmaking. I think the filmmaker wanted it to end like that. Like, oh absolutely. Kind of like what like Tony was saying, you know, it was like That's it that's all you need to sort of experience <laughs> that that character um it went but,
1: a really long time too i was like really well, I'll, I'll say this i yeah it did it did that that last <laughs> scene did run on like my man ethan hog paid paul straight a little extra to, to keep him rolling <laughs> let's like, take another let's take another take yeah <laughs> he must have yeah. thought he was in those other movies he's always in well and and i'll
0: i'll say this too um I couldn't figure out if Amanda Seyfried's performance was bad or her character was unemotional. She seemed really like Tony. What did you you know her better than we do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can see it in her eyeballs. Like, is she a bad actress who couldn't give a good performance, or? Sure was her perfor- was her character supposed to be wooden?
2: It was I I have no idea, but it was <laughs> a cardboard character for sure.
0: Yeah, she is, right? Okay, yeah, I'm glad, I'm, glad yeah. I'm not the only one on that. One. I
2: I mean, I have no idea if it was intentional or intentional or it just that's how she came across. It worked for the story. I thought it was fine. Like he this, it didn't make it, if i If I imagine a more bubbly character or more any many other nuanced character would it make that big of a difference because that's yeah. what, what the story was trying to tell I think it just the fact you know i now we're getting into territory. i'd rather not talk about it but well yeah I, I
0: you can say when the drama calls for her to be draw- dramatic. I was like, she, I almost felt like she was, we're going to have like some Bond villain moment where she was like, it's all me. I did it. <laughs> like, Cause she was so disinterested kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of a weird, that was sort of my own, my only
1: sort of critique throughout the film. I like how you were more entertained with this movie than you were with Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom.
0: Well, because. Because this movie does something different. There's nothing, there's no movie that I can think of recently that was such a sort of provocative look into the life of one person. You know what I mean? I I, I grade Jurassic World on relative... On a curve relative to films like it. And, and if, if somebody had, if somebody like myself had told me, look, here's the problem with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. There's nothing better. It's got sequelitis to the max. There's nothing better about it than, than the first one. Then I would have been like, yeah, well, I'll just watch Jurassic World again. Cause it's fun. Like it's cool. It's a good show. It's a good watch, you know? Um and so if if this was the only Jurassic Park movie to have ever existed, yeah, I would have got a dollar because it's cool. <laughs> it's fucking dinosaurs, right? Cool. Nah. Just like Transformers. But there's twenty-six Transformers movies. And there's <laughs> and there's eight Jurassic Park movies or six, I think, or five now, right? Five. Um and I, I can think of three Jurassic Park movies I'd rather watch before this one again maybe four. So (laughs) it gets a waste of time. (laughs) First reformed is a very interesting and compelling story of one person that we get to follow for an hour and 50 minutes and his, uh, you know, without getting too heavy in spoiler, he's a Catholic priest who I guess Catholic priests are allowed to drink. So, you know, he, he starts to have some medical issues, um, the past of why he's a priest um is sort of, you know, is a story that's told that that is very compelling. Um his ex wife is still around. Um and and the relationship that he has with her, the the thing that he says to her, I think when they're on the stairs, whew, that was so hard. I was so like, oh my yeah. God, me and Chris were watching that's that, like, oh, that's so hardcore because because, you know, she's just so compassionate and, and, and he just fucking, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a torn man. And, but throughout this film, he's, he's, he has this internal struggle, but he has to put on this front to the rest of the world. And, and I think he really does, he wants to bottle it up. He doesn't. That's why it's such a struggle to, to, uh, to put it, the the pen to the and not type it he even says you know i'm not going to type this this is going to be i'm going to hand write this because it means so much more and um i felt like it was a very tight screenplay the dialogue meant something um maybe it's boring for some people for me it was an interesting character piece uh i was highly unsatisfied with the ending um, but not because I didn't like the film, but just because I wanted more. I wanted to see a little more. I wanted to see some more resolution. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no,
2: absolutely. I, I, it gets a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. I have the same feeling towards it. Um, in terms of a film, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and so it gets a dollar for, for me from that same same feeling at the end, not satisfied, I get it, but I kind of had that move like I wanted to have a movie not a movie ending, but that, that satisfaction to when I finish a movie, I wanted it with this one, and it kind of just fell away so
1: Yeah, I, I can. I could I can see you guys coming from. Yeah, for me, I was just not entertained. I mean, I gave the movie good. The movie good forty forty five minutes before I got my phone out, started playing Clash Royale. I was just like, man. At one point, I was making something to eat, and I had the I had uh, the movie off really loud. I'm making some nachos, and I come back, i like, and I go, "They're still talking." The fucking Ethan Hawke and that dude about weather and shit. I'm like, God damn, it's taking off for fucking forever. Yeah, I could not get into it. I just I just didn't care. I just I don't know how you're staying entertained. Teach your own, I guess. Yeah, to me it was a big waste of time.
3: I can, uh, I can never watch it again. A waste of time. time.
0: The the two the two scenes, the scene in the park uh with Ethan Hawk and what he finds, what he sees. And then at the end with Ethan Hawk and uh the punishing himself. Um I thought the filmmakers did a very good job of not wussing out and making this movie PG thirteen, and I applaud them. I felt like it really helped convey the impact yeah, that would point. have that the character would have experienced. You know, like oh my god, just the brutality of that experience. So more ammo for a
1: dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. Let's see how they do. Hopefully, they all called in. Knew we we'll watch something else. I've got four, so we will see. Alright, beautiful.
2: Hey,
4: how you guys doing?
1: Oh, Alright,
0: for the homework. He's
1: a wise guy.
4: First reformed. Harley's gonna give it a dollar. Alfonso's gonna give it a dollar. And Tony's gonna give it a slater. Alright, see you later.
3: Whoa.
0: All right, so sh- she got one, one point. <laughs> point for my no points for you, and she gets a bonus point for the accent, and she's a fucking wise guy, eh? Hey, forget about it. Forget about it. So she's got Here's two points. That was not for gazy at all. Gazy, yeah, well, so what do we got? So she got three points, five, six, seven in total. There We go, there, there you go, go. shit, let's go. It's a strong second place, for absolutely. The
1: absolutely. That's how you fit. That's that's how you do it right there. I mean, Boyar did it. Going on, me? bad
4: boys. Um, new week. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, so yeah, here we go. First reformed. Never heard of it till I saw the trailer. Something different for Ethan Hawke, and something. Very different for Cedric if that's him, I think it is. Yeah. For a second I thought it was a horror movie, but I don't know. It looks interesting though. But I think Fonzo's gonna give it a waste of time and then Tony and Harley will give it a dollar. Oh, oh shit.
3: D.
1: raise Dang. that title up in the air.
0: Fucking champion speaks. Damn. Oh <sighs> four points for D.
1: Was that accident, bro?
0: Well, that brings him up into six points. So he had a oh. sloppy, sloppy samurai and a.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and he's, mediocre, re- he's been reformed. <laughs>
0: mediocre blood and blood out, but he <laughs> put the four points on. And he, found, fucking, Jesus. And he found Jesus. Well,
1: fucking found sloppy Jesus. Motherfucker found Jesus. Sloppy samurai. The <laughs> mo <old> gamer tag. <laughs>
3: hey,
5: bad boys, right here.
1: What's up, Reed?
6: Oh still thinking about that uh that uh, that blood in, blood in out film.
1: There you go. Um, he he fucking loved it.
6: Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh,
1: hey, hey if I buck says Reed dressed like a homeboy like now like in, in, that, in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> now. If I see a, fa- a fishnet do no joke, oh, I'll talk about it on the weekends, but yeah. Um yeah, I'd be dying if he's wearing wife beaters and dickies now. <laughs>
6: Hope to see more like that in the future. But anyway, this uh, this other film, first reformed. I keep forgetting the name because it's so dull. Um, I haven't seen it. I went on to IMDb just before, and that was no help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Some people Ooh. raving about it. Oh, just really feeling it, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And other people not understanding it at all. So, I don't know where to put this film.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, I'm going to have to go with my gut and say that Harley is going to give this a dollar. Ding. Tony's going to give it a waste of time. mm and Fonzo's gonna give it a dollar. Bad boys for life.
1: Bad boys for life, Reed. And yeah, that was—it is a tough one. It's a very, very for difficult sure. movie to pick, dude. Definitely, especially the, like sure. you said, going through the IMDb synopsis. You know, maybe seeing the trailer and be like, "Yeah, I don't—I have no idea." Unless you watched it, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. We do put in advance
1: idea. where you can watch the movie. You know, you can watch it with us it might help you. Um. I mean, it's not, it's not; it's not required, but it might help. Yeah, I think,
0: I think as, as the, the seasons go on, these guys, they know. They know us. Right. I think I could have guessed that after finishing it, I would have gave myself a dollar. Is that right? I knew you were going to give it a waste of time. And I would have guessed that Tony would have gave it a dollar too. It's dialogue heavy, you know, and it's done well. So Tony's oh, so going to give it a dollar. You're saying you would have got a perfect? You got all I would have got – and I would have done some weird fucking no, Vatos would. Locos no. Forever accent. I wish you would, and but you so, wouldn't. And I would have gotten five points. So that's just me because well, I, I know you Well, hope the champ, got...
1: next, next, whoever wins next, is like, you know what? I don't want to pick a movie. I just want one whole episode where Hardy talks like a Vato through the entire episode. The entire episode, eh? <laughs> Oh, Harley's down. He's gay. He's like, oh, this <laughs> tomorrow,
0: a piece of cake, eh? I just, can't, I don't speak Spanish, so I can't do anything. You don't in know Spanish. any Spanish? Not really.
1: All the time you live down here, you don't know fucking uh, one word of Spanish. No essay,
0: like essay is the only word I know. <laughs> you don't even know mamas. No. <laughs> Good, uh, you got half. No, of the, I
2: I've got the one word. Dude, I, ironically, That's
0: right. ironically, Chris. Could follow along better than I could because yeah. she speaks a lot more Spanish than I do.
3: not surprised.
0: Like, she can go to a Mexican restaurant and, like, order and, you know, do all that stuff, be polite. And I'm like, uh, yo, where's the chips and salsa, yo? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that everybody? Or we got? Who we got, yeah, we one got more, Art? One more. We need Art. Hey.
7: What's up, bad boys and homeboy Art calling in with this week's review? Uh, you guys, are I know Harley didn't want to watch uh, Blood In, Blood Out because a bunch of Mexicans and didn't want to watch it last week, so we pushed off to this week. But uh, this week's homework <laughs> was brought to you by MCP, and he bought First Reformed. And I have to say, this is the first time probably in history that I'm actually intrigued by a movie that MCP picked. I'll have to check <laughs> this out. It looks pretty interesting for the trailer. You know, he usually picks boring-ass shit that he hates. No, Anyways, he, did. he MC- did it
4: again.
0: No, that's a good
4: movie.
7: MCP, I'm going to give, wait a minute. Round of applause here, I'm going to give this a Donaldo. Everyone gave it a dollar. Very interesting. I can't see it being a slaver, and I don't think it's a waste of time. The concepts from the trailer look pretty awesome, so that's what I'm going to say. And uh, that's it. My uh, extra credits in the previous recording, but I have a little review of myself. Since Reed went out of his way to actually see Blood and Blood out, I thought I would see something native to his culture, and I saw this little series on Amazon Prime called All or Nothing about the All Blacks, and I know... Uh, that title probably turned Harley off, but give it a minute. It's about their rugby team. They're called the All Blacks. I don't know the story behind it. They just wear black jerseys. But anyways, it was pretty cool. Is it It's uh, worth a check out uh, if you want to get, you know, hooked up on the 101 for rugby. They all, you know, I really thought it was funny because they all, all the Samoans and the Maori, Maori, not Maori, Maori people. They talk like the guy from fucking, uh the rock guy from Thor. Korg, <laughs> say, hey, man, <mate>, get the <laughs> ball. I don't know. I can't do that accent. But yeah. uh, my kids loved that they thought it was the funniest shit there when they were hearing these guys talk. They said they sound like Korg from uh, door Ragnarok. So check it out. It's check it out. Take care, guys. Hmm. I
1: just want to well, check it out to see if they do talk like that. That's hilarious. It's a New, it's a new Zealander directing that, yeah. st- starring a bunch of New Zealanders. Right. So yeah, of course. All right, if you want bonus points, man, you got to do that accent for next week. You got to talk like Korg. <laughs> I remember. I think I brought it up in the messenger or something to read about that show because I saw an ad for it. I remember what I was watching? Yeah, I
0: yeah. I am I selling it. That's you know Amazon's pushing it. And All right.
1: so after the round two, where are we at it on the points, Harley?
0: Well, we got a uh, five points, six points, seven points, and ten points. So art's got ten he's got a commanding lead of three over Angelina with the little with the sneak you know here's the thing with her if she could get the the predictions down she'd win every every championship because she does she made all she comes, the baskets, she get all the points it comes with the accent she gets that money point every time that adds up so um. You know, that, that seven points that she has. Oh, the doubling down when she missed. Yeah, she well, yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But she comes with the accents. So she's getting those points. So she's in second. Uh, D is in six, but Reed's right there with five. So, um, while Reed's quite a few points down on art, um, it's still early, obviously. This is only, uh, three, three weeks, three films. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm championship so um, Art's kind of playing it safe a little bit with First Reformed pulling the D the Donaldo $3 which you know scored him a safe two points so mm-hmm. absolutely, um, yeah
1: let's see what the coming weeks coming weeks are I mean, it's really cold. see I think now everyone, especially Angie's getting really into the groove figuring out the game now um some of these movies are a little little hard to you know what I mean it's the extra credit that everyone watched already that they could kind of guess it's a the homework that might be throwing off, but you never know. I mean this like I said, you can have the lead in one moment and get all of them right and then miss all of them the very next. So Yeah, for sure. It's a wacky wacky game. Who the fuck is Reggie? Thanks for playing along, really appreciate it. When they called in, thank you guys. Remember to keep calling in. Or else you guys get no points. So gotta get them points. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, before that, if you don't know, try, throw an accident in there. You know, at least get that extra point for the accident. You know what I mean?
3: Right. You don't want to get zero
1: points, you know. You gotta get at least one. So for next week though, I believe Harley's got the homework, right? MCB? Yep. Alright. So I uh
0: I'm I'm picking a movie based on two things. Well, three things. It's a historical film. It's got my my germans, my nazis in it. It's got a high 7.8 on IMDb. It's got a film director that we might be familiar with. He's done movies like Starship Troopers and RoboCop, Total Recall. You might have heard of might have heard of Paul Verhoeven. But he did a a historical film back in 2006 called Black Book. And uh, I've always wanted to see it, but it's just kind of never got around to it. And uh, so, yeah,
2: that's it.
3: All right,
1: Black Book. Uh,
2: right on Neo-Nazi one. occupied Netherlands during World War II. Correct.
1: Cool. Is there another one like that? I just wasn't <laughs> yeah. <thinking. laughs> no, that's it, it says, says it's original sorry, for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, it said original title was something different. So I'm like, uh, let me double check. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. pronounce that one, Harley.
1: Zwartbook. Uh, book. You're German. That's is that correct? I I
0: correct? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't speak German either. Oh, you know, I don't speak any language. I don't speak English. He, I don't speak yeah. German. He barely I speaks white, white people. think
2: He's gonna speak any other one.
0: Uh, I speak. Uh, I speak. Speak gibberish.
2: Okay.
1: You know who's in this movie, Tony?
2: No. Melisandre
1: from Game of Thrones.
2: Carice Van Houten. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I recognize the name. Yeah.
0: It's funny in the on the on the DVD cover it looks like uh what's your name that uh the musician uh the singer. Um Stephane. I can't think of her name. The pop singer from the late 90s early 2000s. Gwen Stefani? No, no, no. Um Ooh. Fucking, what's her name? She was like head-to-head with Britney Spears for the longest time. Christina Aguilera? <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Doesn't, doesn't that DVD cover oh, the right, like Christina you said Aguilera?
3: That.
0: Yeah. Looks like Christina Aguilera. Fine. Is it so, all German? You know, to be honest with you, I don't fucking know.
1: Oh, man. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, man.
0: It, could be, it could be a read. Oh, boy. I mean, a read isn't. You have to read the movie, not read isn't has anything to do
2: with Reads <laughs> Reading this? Oh shit! All right, hey, who got the extra credit? I got your extra credit, oh, and shit. I'm going back. I'm going way back. Oh,
0: back in the, the time. time. Yeah,
2: because someone, uh, someone actually threw down a kind of a little challenge about whether I could even possibly enjoy any movies made before
1: 1980. Say what? Oh. Who
2: said that? I don't know. Just somewhere. I heard it somewhere. You heard it somewhere. A little bird told you, mm-hmm. and you're trying to prove him wrong. Is that it? No, I'm not trying to prove it. I'm trying to figure it out. Do it yourself.
1: You want to know if that's true?
2: I want to know if it's true or not. Let's find well, out. Now you're now you're questioning your own self. No, I'm not questioning myself. I just don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, I confuse my own shit.
0: Like like
2: name name some movies.
1: He's, not, he's being difficult.
2: I, name some movies that are before 1980 because I don't. I can't do that. It, the movies aren't in my head like that. And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe, maybe maybe I do hate everything before nineteen eighty. But maybe I don't. How do we find out? Let's start assigning him. So um this is an extra credit. I know I've seen this before, but I don't this is from when I was a kid. Um you know, my dad watched it type thing, family watched it. But I remember bits and pieces of it and I definitely have been wanting to visit it again just to see. So this is from nineteen sixty. The Time Machine.
0: Oh, this is a classic for sure. I've seen it a few times. It, um, yeah, it was remade. So we're watching the original, right?
2: The original from
0: From,
3: 1960.
0: uh, Yeah, I've never even seen it. What? Oh, you got to. This is this was one of those, um, pioneer films of, um, time lapse. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, there's some time-lapse in this film that was huge special effects at the time. So, um, yeah, I think it's one of those movies. It's based on the old H.G. Wells film or book. Um, I think it's one of those movies you really have to kind of put yourself in the footsteps or the shoes of somebody watching this movie in
1: 1960. Oh, boy. So, yeah. It should be fun. At
2: least to right. hear your review.
1: Oh, cool. There you go. Get that on there, and uh, yeah, how was you guys' the weekends? I mean, we're just wrapping it up right now. Uh,
0: I'll go first. Uh, I don't know if you got to see the uh, the little video I posted of, of the girls at the yeah. swimming hole we, we checked out yesterday. We we um we bought the fifth wheel. Uh, shit, it's probably two months ago. Um, knowing that we weren't going to get a lot of use out of it this summer. Just because we had all of our other trips planned, the San Diego trip, we went to Utah. So getting getting enough time and getting it ready has been has been uh, a chore. The previous owner was a smoker, so we've been having to clean smoke stains and stuff out of mm-hmm. the out of the RV. So that's been it's been some work. And um, there's a couple little things broken. It wasn't winterized. I had to replace the the kitchen sink and some plumbing on the toilet and stuff. But um, we got such a killer deal on it. So a little, little uh, um, sweat equity as we like to put it. So, um, but anyways, we've been trying to work on a weekend to, uh, to go camping in our new trailer. And so we did some scouting um, out into the woods around here. Um, so yesterday we, we spent all day driving out and, uh, trying to find some cool campsites and stuff. And, uh, we stumbled upon this, uh, little swimming hole with the rope swing. So we, we stopped and took a little lunch break and it was fun. There was, um, there was also this log, this really long log that spanned the entire river right there. And the kids would actually balance tight rope across the river, which was really fun to watch. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Mazzy was like, she got like halfway across and then she'd get all nervous. She was going to fall because she can swim just fine, but you know, right. she was all nervous. So, um, and so yeah, no, it was, we had a, a good time. So, um, and then today, uh, just kind of hung around the house. I, uh, I finally sort of organized Pops's tools. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, over the years I've just sort of kept his tools separate from my tools mm-hmm. and so the garage has been kind of a mess of of just miscellaneous hand tools that Pops had accrued over the years and I never really organized them in with mine and there's toolboxes all over the place and the, the garage is starting to look like a f- fucking just a tore up so mm-hmm. I know Fonzo you kind of redid your garage a couple months ago and uh So I, Chris helped me go through all the tools and stuff, which is in in some ways it was kind of emotional for me.
1: It was, I'm sure, definitely.
0: Yeah. It was kind of a, the last sort of untouched of pops stuff. Yeah. So for me to kind of go through everything and, um, I, I didn't throw away anything of his. Um, there's obviously a lot of duplicate tools, but I think what we're going to do is I'll, I'll, pull a, a set or two of hand tools and give them to the girls as they mm. get older. Um, Michelle, you know, uh, she's 21. She's got a car, you know, she could use a set of tools, you know? So oh, I think that'd right. be a nice a nice gift to keep passing down to the generations. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Tools. So that's um, very cool. So that was cool. So, and then, uh, yeah, I go back to work tomorrow. So, my summer's over. You. The kids went back on Monday, so they had their first week of school, which is good. They both of them yeah. were doing well, and uh, nice. but I start tomorrow morning. So there you go. All right,
1: we'll
3: welcome see. back.
1: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the working world. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sunday was chill day again, but I, River and Reagan, I did take them to the pool today because I had to get them out just a little bit, just to you know get some swimming in there. And they to wear the scuba mask that we got them from Christmas. So it's a cool full face mask. I don't know if you've seen kids wear those the little snorkel or a little thing attachment on top of it. I have heard of those. I've heard of some
0: like accidents where kids drowned in them or something. Oh cause really? They, yeah, because I can't remember why. They but got water in them or something? Yeah, yeah, something weird. The way they're engineered,
1: sort of. Huh. Is, well, some, yeah, I'll keep an eye on them then. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Google, Google Google it like, it, like, like on Amazon, it. Amazon or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we did that for a little bit, and then I just came back home and chilled. On Saturday, we had like a full long day. We went to go see, um, um, maybe his little nephew or little nephew uh, Brem. It, it was his first football game at Farborough High School. They got like all different sorts of little, le- like they call them the the mighty the mighty mites or the mighty something, mini mites or something, mini mites, something like that. There's all these different different leagues, and uh they play you know full on four quarters. They got a halftime. You no know, full on pads. They're hitting, um, maybe only two passes throughout the whole game. <laughs> Most of them are most of them are handoffs, <laughs> right. but it's fun to see them play. And uh, they got it's the announcer, cool. they got uh you know talking about the plays, and and uh, they got the vending machine, they got the vendors selling food and everything, and they got the cheerleaders. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, especially for like the little kids. Um, so that was fun. We did that early in the morning. Then after that, came home chilled. It was cruise time for him to get his uh, group picture taken for his soccer team. So we went to this thing called Soccer Fest so It's it this really nice park. Um, they had like the bouncy house and those big hamster balls. And, uh, we wanted to do that so bad. So I do it after the pictures. You can do that. Let's do it. But for that, let's, you know, let's take care of business. So I'm like, if that's, if that was just one Saturday doing just two events. I mean, it's going to one, one event shouldn't be as, as difficult. So, but we'll see. Um, you know, it should be fun unless we get the snacks that week and we got to, we got to lug out a, a bunch of stuff, but other than that, it should be really cool. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's pretty chill.
2: Tony. Well, my weekend started last week in the middle of the week.
0: Whoa! Oh, here we um, go. Took a little little vacation.
2: No, no. Oh,
0: um, I'm confused.
2: The turtle tank ended up leaking all over our carpet.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that one.
2: So, yeah, I mentioned that. So, we had to, on Friday night, um, like, we tore up the carpet, did a bunch of stuff, um. Oh. Yeah, so did you hear about the tearing up the carpet? No. No, okay. So, you said just... you
1: did a little bit of it, but then you had to stop because you were trying to watch the movie.
2: Right. So, like, on Tuesday or Wednesday or something, um, we came home and, uh, the carpet's all wet, um, the filter, the filter leaked and was pumping water out of the tank, pretty much into the into the carpet. <laughs> so, um, luckily we had like this overflow tub that the filter was in. So that filled up first, but then it overflowed from that, and maybe about a gallon or two ended up on the carpet, and three gallons were in the overflow tub. So that that that's my guesstimate. Um, Laney was starting to freak out. I just started tearing shit up. I like ripped up the carpet. <laughs> I just like, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to explain myself right. to, to calm her down. I'm just going to do it. So I ripped it up, took the pad, it was soaked, took it outside and just dumped it on our balcony. Um, mm. took the, took the carpet and put it outside, and, you know, just leave it for the sun to, to that's a, that's good renting, you know? <laughs>
3: uh,
0: uh, uh, homeowners like renters that, Take the initiative and take care of shit themselves, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Especially for the other ones, yeah.
2: Um, just because, like, I'm like, this needs to get out of the house now. Um, you know, this is mildly dirty water. You know, it, it's gone through a filter, but it's not right. sterile. You know, it's not fucking right, clean. Right, right, right right so I was like, just get this out now. Or we're gonna end up dying. um Luckily, it didn't look like it. It, it looks like it didn't make it to the edges of the walls so it didn't drip down into the you know the 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 carpet padding well it made it down to the carpet padding and it it, the carpet padding absorbed enough that it didn't make it into the walls and into the insulation and down to the neighbor below us and all of that shit so i luckily luckily it didn't there wasn't you know water damage to the walls to the structure um Dried that up, and they're like, "Okay, so now we had to keep the we kept the turtles in in their little tiny tanks for the rest of the week." Um, so that's what we spent Friday night. We spent um, well, let's see, Thursday, yeah, Friday night. We, Thursday night we went out, bought a bunch of supplies. Friday night we fixed it all, and so we moved the turtles um, to a different location so that the what's underneath is now just our own garage uh, replace the, bought new padding, um, you know, and replace the padding, put the carpet in. So that was cool. Friday night was spent just in repair mode, but our carpet sucks. And like, it, it looks terrible. Like we don't have all the, the right tools. Apparently there's a, there's a kicker to stretch the carpet out.
0: Yeah, Carpeting is, we, we could did some research on doing carpeting when we left the Dunsmer house because the carpet was pretty funky. Yeah. And, um, yeah carpeting install is is uh it is a little project for sure
2: right and it's only like it was like a four by six area that got that got wet and you know, the the padded the padding absorbed it enough to just keep it there but um the carpet that was on top of it already had a seam going across the whole um the whole room so convenient that it was right at that location so that's what i ended up ripping up um but we didn't have any kind of uh, special you know um, yeah, tools, tape yeah. to, for the seam <laughs> we don't have a seam iron we don't have a kicker uh, so it it just looked bad so um today we just bought some rugs and threw it on top it's like that eh, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> we'll fix oh, it before we move out it it might be cheaper to hire somebody
0: to come in and fix it rather than lose your deposit.
2: Right. Right. Um, that's, that's what we decided. Like when, when we move out, we'll figure this shit out, you know, because yeah. um, one of our friends, his dad, he, he installs carbon and all that shit. So we have definitely friends that we can consult with and they yeah. can give us an opinion on if we should pay someone else to do it. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's that's, the route I'd go. That was our Friday night, and so Saturday night, Saturday couldn't come any sooner because we went to dive at Harrah's. It's a adult pool. Um, well, they have a they have a lazy river, which is uh, kids are allowed in that area, and then they have an adult section with a swim up bar. Um, and then they had a volleyball net set up in the other pool, and we just bought a cabana. We just rented a cabana invited uh our friends out so we just spent the day just relaxing and so that was cool. at the copa <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was cool though it was it was nice and chill yeah. um apparently at some point they were all highly entertained by me dancing by myself <laughs> in the sun like like how much who,
1: alcohol were you, you consume or you enough still I've seen Tony do it before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So um, as soon as we got there, Lenny and I bought the souvenir cups uh, Mm -hmm. so that we can, you know, they're like the plastic cups and we could just get refills on those. Um, And they're great because you can just, they're spill proof or at least spill resistant in the uh, Lazy River. And that's all I wanted. I'm like, fucking hey, that's what I want. I want to get my booze on and just float down the Lazy River. Yeah. Um, hey, so hey. I got it. Like, it was awesome. Nice. Um, I. It's interesting. I'll, I, let
0: me interrupt because I, I think it does go to speak to something. Um, me and Chris always struggle with. Um, we like going to a pool. We like going to a hot tub for that thing to be lazy, like to chill. You know what I mean? But the kids, they want to play. They want a rough house. They want to splash. They want to jump. They want to do what they do in the pool, which is cool. I'm all about that. But I don't always want to party with the kids in the pool either. You know, I don't want to get drowned by the kids all the time. Drounded, well, that's drowned. That's funny.
1: You think you're going to the pool and chill. I, I never have that thought in my mind. <laughs> uh, see, I'm, I'm rocking, I'm throwing kids in the air. I'm picking them up. I'm getting, trying to protect my nuts. I'm, dude, yeah, I love it stop.
0: too. I love it too, but sometimes I do just want to chill and because it can be a really relaxed environment. Um, so sometimes like me and Chris will leave, like if we go to a hotel that has a pool, We'll be like, all right, kids, you got to stay here. Me and Chris are gonna go to the <laughs> pool by ourselves.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: So, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, just... you
2: would have enjoyed it. I mean, this was yeah. our our cabana was had a spa right in front of it, so we almost had a personal spa, you know, just for our little group. Um, the the dance floor, the DJ was within eyesight, like maybe fifty fifty feet away, hundred feet away. Um. The bathrooms were right there. The bar was right there. We had our own server that would come and take our drinks for us. I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was great. But um, cool. so <laughs> we had those souvenir cups, and you know we ordered Long Island's, and then I ordered a tequila and ginger. And I'm just like, fuck this shit. How much tequila are you, are you allowed to put in this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just, yes. I said just uh-huh. tequila. However much you're allowed to put in it. The guy's like. You got it. So he came back with three shots in it. Like mm. awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so that's what I did for a few like I got a few of those. Um so I was probably maybe 8 or 9 Ooh. drinks in. Um I didn't black out cuz I remember a lot. Uh um, way to
0: the emergency room again, huh, for that. <laughs> fuck Just it. i
2: I've, I've been I've been planning this day forever. It's worth it. <laughs> But, uh, like I remember dancing, but apparently I was dancing for a really long time by myself, like right next to our cabana. Um, So so, that was a good time. I mean, we enjoyed ourselves. It was great. And then today, um, it was just back to finishing the, 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 um, chores, you know, just normal, you know, went to the gym, did our chores and then, uh, finished the, fixed the, uh, the filter because even though we moved the turtles and put the water in, the filter was still not 100%. So we went and fixed that, replaced it with a bunch of hoses and stuff. So that was my weekend.
0: Now you got to figure out how to create a dead man switch for the filter. Yes, huh? I want a dead man <laughs> yeah. switch for
2: this filter, for sure. It's cool. Did, mainly because I think this this filter, the way we set it up, is a lot more secure than the previous one. What happened with mm-hmm. the previous one, it was a bunch of – I bought a filter for like a hundred bucks. All the parts are plastic. And Mm -hmm. um, I think from some of the removals that we did, it broke a piece. And so then that small little plastic piece was holding one of the hoses in through pressure. But because it's broken, that the rubber seal wasn't creating enough pressure. So the water that was getting pumped out ended up pushing it out. And now it leaked. Hmm. So we, I, I, got clamps and hoses and just shoved them in and you know the you know the clamps where you, I don't know what you call them but um you, they're they're like threaded clamps and you can. You can twist them in anyway, whatever. Hmm. It's it's solid now, so I'm not too worried. But it would make the wife feel better if we had a dead man switch, so that should yeah. that's the next project.
1: Yeah. Only problem with aquariums, huh? Yeah. yeah. the water. The that water. Wor- well, no, just that worry that, yeah, that could happen where mm-hmm. you're yeah. all that water and, you know.
0: Well, and it's like, you know, to Tony pointed out, it was, you know, maybe a gallon, two at most. Right. Dude, take a gallon of water and pour it out on your carpet. It's going to feel like you're going to flood the entire room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of water.
2: Yeah.
1: So... Well, all right, Harley. Will you have um, good luck on your first day tomorrow. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out how many
0: autistic kids I wrestle with this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then MCP, uh, good luck reaching that ten percent body fat goal. Oh yeah, no workouts yeah, morning. Twelve shots of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> He's dancing by himself. He burned a bunch of calories. Exactly. Um, yeah. So episode four eighteen is in the books. Everyone, thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. Uh, did, did we randomly rant all things movies I've been your host Fonzo saying we ride together Harley we die together MCP
2: bad boys for life. Fatos Locos
1: forever